Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. You're commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. Breaking news, WABC. And welcome back to Katz and Cosby. Huge breaking news. Multiple reports now that the New York grand jury, the Bragg grand jury, has voted to indict former President Trump, making him the first former president in American history to be indicted of a crime. And joining us, you guys, right now is Doug Burns, former federal prosecutor. Doug, uh, what do you make of this big news? It sounded like the grand jury was sort of falling apart. And now today, this big news. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, uh, it is huge news. I'm very, very surprised. Um, I did not think this was going to happen, as I told you guys. Um, you know, now we go into notions of, you know, I've got to see the document. I've got to see the indictment. Um, did they pivot? Because it was interesting. I heard Mayor Giuliani on your show, and I thought it was very insightful what he was saying. Did they pivot into Karen McDougal and away from Stormy Daniels to obviate the need to use Michael Cohen? That's an interesting notion that the mayor raised. Um, so, again, with me having just learned about this literally, you know, within the last 10 minutes. And by the way, I'm not really seeing it that prominently displayed on the sites yet. I think it's going to take a couple of minutes for everything to yeah, catch up. Yeah, all the up. networks are now reporting yeah, it. It just okay. came out just literally in the last few minutes. You're you're learning about yeah. it as the rest of the world is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the point is, um, you know, my standard position is I must study the document okay. closely uh, and then I can tell you. It's Judge Richard Warren. That's absolutely correct. Until it's presented to the judge for unsealing, we really don't know. It's all idle speculation. You need to look at the hard document. What we do Uh, know, though. Let me ask a question, guys. How can the DA two days ago say we're going to pivot for two months or two weeks or a month and then get an uh, indictment on Thursday? Well, I thought that it was going to go in. Sorry to jump in, guys, but real quick. I thought that they were saying they were taking a hiatus. They weren't going to hear the case till April 5th. So I'm as shocked as everybody, guys. Right. And the grand jury was not even supposed to be meeting on that subject this week. So you get to Thursday night. It's a good way to clear the field when you're about to do something. And then dramatically, you you come out with this. It's a head fake. It's a good it's a good psychological But, but I think the only thing we're really certain of now is that the subways are safe and you can just walk down the streets without getting mugged anymore. Well, that was my point with Gordon Chang. Don't you feel, don't you feel safer now? 100%. Walking in the street, taking That's the subway. It's, 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 it's a very surprising case, guys. I've said it all along. I'll repeat it now. Um, the case, as we understand it, is incredibly weak. Massive statute of limitations issue that I know Ed Cox has uh Positive to other guests, and he's so right. So uh, my prediction is the case is really going to backfire on him. Yeah, and you know what's amazing? You, um, we were just talking about Doug Burns, everybody, former federal prosecutor, with this huge news uh, that the Manhattan grand jury has voted to indict President Trump. Um, this just developed where this Karen McDougal, there were like two cases going on, both of them around 2016. And I thought they were going down the Karen McDougal route, by the way, when I saw that David Pecker 
who was yep. the head of, you know, uh, American media, which is National Enquirer, was called yep. in as sort of the rebuttal witness to Bob Costello, who it sounds like threw the grand jury for a loop. But he was involved in, it's called the kill story thing, where basically um, there was tons of money that was sort of saying, okay, Karen McDougal, we're going to give you X amount of money, and then there's going to be a story in the National Enquirer, and then the story never appeared in the National Enquirer. So they're looking at that like maybe some sort of potential payoff, and there was a potential that that happened with Stormy Daniels, too. So that's why I thought they were bringing Pecker in. But we don't know, again, if they indicted on Stormy Daniels, if they indicted related to Karen McDougal. But, boy, what a turnaround, Judge Weinberg, I mean, from where it was 24 hours ago. All the, all the smart lawyers I know and, and judges I know were shaking their heads about this investigation, this prosecution from, uh, from the very beginning. I think Alvin Bragg was, was right to not proceed initially. There was a book written by people who shouldn't have written the book embarrassed him, pushed him into the corner. He reconvened the grand jury on this, presented. If indictment comes out of this, indictment is very suspect on the facts and on the law. They're very good legal arguments. Say you, Doug. And I want to, yeah, I want to follow up the judge's point because I felt and feel very strongly about that book. Um, I did read it, and I'm glad I did. I think it's a disgrace for a prosecutor to write a book while an investigation is ongoing. And to the judge's point, um, what a tragedy legally if that book is what pushed Bragg off his prior conclusion that the case was not worthy of going forward with. And, Doug, these, some, these incidents, these allegations go back seven years. That's a long time to be trying to uh, build a case in a situation well, like key, this. That's the key point, of course. And you guys have covered it brilliantly. You've had many guests saying that, you know, on a misdemeanor, I think John had pointed that out, a misdemeanor, a two-year statute of limitations. Okay, if you elevate it to a felony, which is very, very specious, the theory, and again, we've all been over this, you know, you can't prosecute, there's no jurisdiction to prosecute a federal crime in a state court. That's five years, and the events are more than five years ago. That's the point. You know, and also, by the way, if the name wasn't Trump, and Doug, you've been just giving us great analysis here on Cats and Cosby. Uh, you've been spot on, my friend. Um, and if the name wasn't Trump, do you think we'd ever even be hearing about a case? This is outrageous. No. They went well, after John Edwards, and they couldn't prosecute him when they and had a was, donor. And it was campaign, and it was campaign, campaign money. money. That's, That's exactly this right. This allegedly was Trump's personal right. money. John Edwards. You're talking about the John That's Edwards right. that case. That was yes. campaign money. This is allegedly Trump personal. Tony Carbonari is exactly right. Totally distinguishable, and that was a much stronger case. Yeah, what do you make? This is crazy. And what does this say about American justice? I mean, this 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 just changes Andrew everything. Andrew calls it two-tier justice. He's absolutely right. No, he couldn't be more spot on. <clears throat> you know, if Donald Trump, you go to quick law school hypotheticals, if he had announced last Tuesday, just hypothetically, that's it, I'm retiring, I'm not running for office, he'd never <laughs> be indicted in a million years, and that's all you need to know, honestly, guys. All right. Well, uh, Doug Burns, we thank you very, very much. We appreciate it. And Doug, if you hear anything else before the end of the show, we're on till six o'clock. Uh, text Rita back or text me back. We'll do, John. Thanks for having thank me on, you. guys.